Good morning, everybody. Welcome to our video podcast. We're looking forward to our subject today and also a special guest with us today. Pastor Matt Marshall from Treasure Valley Baptist Church is with us. And we're looking forward to, I thought, a fitting subject in light of our brother here from Idaho. And uh, we're going to get into some things today that I think are going to be uh, intriguing, to say the least, especially in the climate that we're in today. Christians and government. Uh, Let's just do this if we can briefly. I want to read 1 Peter 2, verse 13 through 15. We'll have a few questions and then we'll jump right into our subject here today. The Bible says, 1 Peter 2, verse 13, Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. It says in verse 15, For so is the will of God, that with well-doing you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. Now, I understand this particular subject to be controversial because we've seen it play out where people have had uh, issues when it comes to uh, how to respond to certain situations and edicts, if you will, that come down, legislation, and how that's responded to. Um, And so really, we have the Bible to go to, and I'm in a different role today. I'm going to be doing the interviewing. Pastor Kennedy usually sits over there, and I'm the one answering the questions. I feel a little bit of liberty. I'm just going to throw it over to Pastor (laughs) Matt here in just a moment, and then he'll give us a few. So let's start with this. A very simple, this is is a softball question. Um, Is Russell Wilson the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL? Well, I know where I'm sitting today, and uh, I don't. I try not to offend anyone at <laughs> right. any time. But I think Justin Fields is actually going to become yeah the better football player. We surprised to us that yeah. that he ended up at the Bears because we were. I, I lived in Ohio for yes. for ten years. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I hope that's not the end of Justin Fields' career. Yes, to go to sh- he went to Chicago, Chicago. town. Yeah. But uh, I, Justin, Justin yeah. feels great. No, Russell Wilson, what incredible. He yeah. kind of changed what people think of about a quarterback. That's really. true. And Justin Fields, they, they actually tried to get him in Chicago, but they didn't get him. So on a serious note, uh, first question, this is a softball. How should Christians respond uh, to government? What, what's, what, would you, what counsel would you give somebody in your church? Um, if they, you know, how do you respond? Just very simply. Well, obviously, there's a lot of confusion over this today, and we were talking about it today. The internet has fueled a lot of narrative. Yeah. And often the narrative that you want to hear yeah. is what's fueling your mentality behind these things. And I, let me just tell you this. I'm, I'm, as our former pastor would say, I'm a red, white, and blue American. Yep. Uh, I, Amen. I love America. Yep. I'm, I'm, I love what God has given us in Amen. this country. And I come from, the, from that perspective that we have been given something to steward. Yep in this country, the freedom in which we, we have received, that's been f- fought for, that someone bled to give us yep. these freedoms. And so Amen. I'm not a, a, the kind of American that wants to just give this up. I'm not mm. an, a, the kind of Christian that just mm. wants to say, to roll over and say, you know, we're, we just give up our freedoms. I don't believe that. Agreed. But Agreed. I am a Bible believer to begin with. Yep. And this is the authority 
And yep. this is where we find all mm -hmm. matters of faith and practice to be found here. Yeah. And the scripture does tell us to, to submit to yep. government. I, I think what's interesting is the founding of Christianity, mm -hmm. as we know it, in, in Christ's ministry, did not start in a time of freedom Correct. And a time of, you know, uh, openness to Christianity. In fact, it was the adversity yep. that actually formed mm. really the, the birth of the church. Yep. And why the church could go forth is because no matter what the Roman government did against the church, it flourished. Yep. Now, That's good. I think there's a confusion over the difference between what we, the scriptures recalls the kingdom of heaven and the mm. kingdom of God. Yep. And that has been a, a problem, I think, ever since mm. uh, in Christianity that uh, we try to confuse those two. And I don't have time to, yeah, to explain yeah. it, but no, there we'll is a difference get to that. Yeah. between those two. And I think yeah. that's maybe what's confusing some people. So yeah. what I would tell someone that's sitting in front of me is mm. we, have a scriptural, we have a scriptural mandate to follow the Lord, and we yeah. have a scriptural mandate to follow the government. Ordained by God. Ordained by God. Right. The line... Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's and that's fair. That's I mean, nobody knows the clear cut, and there is some fine, there is some mm -hmm. crossing of the lines, if you will. Um, but I think that's a fair point, and that was kind of led to my next point of where you draw the line. Uh, give me maybe in thirty seconds if somebody said to you, "Where do you draw the line?" Then, if we're to submit to government, okay, we're to do that. The Bible makes that clear in Romans thirteen. Right. Um, we are to be subject, and Obviously, First Timothy mentions that. Peter mentions that. It's it's the Bible's replete with verses on the issue. Right. So, in thirty seconds, where do you draw the line then? As if the government be, becomes overreaching and meddling in things that are, uh, you know, contrary to the Word of God. I think we see that in the Book of Acts um, that that there was a chance for the church to flourish for a while, and then they began to persecute the church for speaking in God's name and Christ's name, yeah. particularly in Christ's name. And they brought them in and persecuted them and, and beat the apostles. And so they said, we ought to obey God rather than men. I, I believe that line is when it crosses over written Scripture. Yep. And, uh, and we have to know Scripture. Correct. There, there is a lot of Christians that they don't know the Bible. Right. And they don't know where that line is because they don't know the Bible itself. Yep. And we've added a lot of uh, nice uh, sayings, nice uh, you know, colloquial things that we say yep. to scriptures, but they're not scripture themselves. 30 seconds, I would say, know the Word of God Amen. to know when it is an actual, absolute Bible command. The current condition of COVID, I know a lot of pastors are going to the scriptures and trying to find you know, yep. where is this mandate found in scripture. Right. Shutdowns, yeah. not shutdowns, this, that. How extreme no. should we be? And right. you're looking at history. Yep. Um, Spanish flu, for instance. What did the yeah. church do during that era? Correct. And and it, I don't know that God has given us a specific answer. I do believe in in each we've had the states' authorities, and so that's why you see mm, such a right an extreme response to it. Right. But the church, uh, mm. that's a that's a that's a hard one because some one it guy is. will say, "Hey, let's open it wide open." Yep. We have the right to do so. Yeah. And another guy says, "Well, let's let's be more." Careful here. I think that uh, my thought on that is that every pastor needs to do what God leads him to do. I concur. I, I mean, it's just that you don't have 
a chapter and verse and we can all say forsake not the assembling of ourselves together and and uh, there's very few people i would say are a bigger believer in that than i am right but um i think when there is a situation where there's some unknown you don't really know and you want to be also a shepherd who cares for its pe the people right. and those with comorbidities and different things you know you have to really pray and seek god so all right, just a couple more questions here, uh, and then uh, we'll kind of uh, wrap it up. And that is that is this. This is kind of the crux of something I want to take. Maybe maybe two minutes on this particular one. It will be hard to squeeze it in, but we'll try it. Um, do you ever observe Christians confusing their Christianity with mm. their patriotism? Yes, I ha have seen or that. Or vice versa, their patriotism with Christianity. Yeah. Yes, I I'll give you a quick snippet yeah. of my history. I grew up in evangelism. 21 years, uh, my family traveled, sang, my dad preached, we preached, went to a lot of churches. And, and I've been able to see mm. a lot of churches and how they deal with this. Some pretty extreme folks. Mm. Uh, mm. I've been in the non-registered churches where they have no address. Yep. And, uh, totally. They're not incorporated. Yeah, totally not incorporated. Yeah. Uh, they don't give the address of the church. Interesting. You know what's amazing about those kind of churches that I've yeah. seen is they often don't reach their young people. Right. Because there's not a lot of hope right. there. And uh, sometimes those guys are making stands that I don't, I don't know if they, the governor even knows where they are. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm not trying to, if that's their conscience, I'm not trying to yeah, yeah, downplay yeah. Their, their, right. their ability to do yeah, that yeah, yeah, and their yeah. convictions. But, but I do believe that's a line where uh, I'll give you one quick illustration. We, we went to one of these non-registered churches. We got there on an Easter Sunday morning. The pastor came in. He said, I've been sick as a dog all week. <laughs> he said, I drug myself in here just to denounce anything to do with Easter. <laughs> and, oh, oh. and then he's talking about all of these cereal boxes that are on the front row that are have a little K kosher thing on uh -huh. them that, that all... All Jewish people are controlling the food source, and I mean, this is this is considered a Baptist church. Right. It's just weird. Was this prior to the internet? This was prior to the internet. Yeah. Prior to the internet. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, I can't imagine what's going on now. Oh, but man. as a as a kid, yeah, I, I realized you don't forget that the obviously. main message was yeah. not the reaching of people. Yep. The main message was our stand against the against government. the government. Well, mm. that means you have no offense, but you haven't been reading the New Testament. Right. <laughs> I don't have a problem if a guy has a, a strong convictions. Absolutely. But listen, the biggest problem I has, have is if it's not in the Bible. Right. Give me Bible, and I'm gonna okay. Let's let's talk about this. If it is just in the ether somewhere, and they pulled it out, it's like this is our stance. Right. You know. Uh, yeah. So that, I think that's the, interesting. If I may say, Pastor Murphy, yeah. Jesus said in in, in Matthew six thirty three, but seek ye first mm. the kingdom of God. Yep. And all these things shall be added unto you. When you seek the spiritual, yep. it doesn't take away the challenges that we're seeing. Right. It didn't right. take away the persecution. Yeah. But it, it always gives priori, priority to mm. ministry. Mm. That's what that's Christ good. came to do. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. Yes, we need to be able to entreat mm. the government. I think that's to answer your question about where that line is. Have you actually entreated your government? A lot, a lot of Christians will talk bad about their government, but they don't even right. know who's ruling over them. No. They and don't they, pray and for they, them. And they don't vote, and they don't pray for them. <laughs> which uh, is also a biblical command. Which so. is a biblical, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's good. I, I've observed it as well. Um, 
I mean, a very controversial one, which I don't really have a problem wading into, is uh, the Second Amendment. Yeah. I, I yeah. think I, I, I am a believer in the right to bear arms. Absolutely. Um, I think it's important. I think low taxes. I, I like low taxes. And you start going down the line of things that you would want. And we did, I, I, think, I think I will say this. We need to be careful. Mm-hmm not to confuse our Christianity with our patriotism. I'm a Bible-believing Christian well before anything else. Absolutely. And this book was written not to 330 million people in the world, right. but 8.1 billion people in the world, give or take uh, 100 million. And Christ's kingdom is soon to come, yep. where He will set everything straight. Yep. And at that time, it's going to matter whether you got more into the fold yep. than whether you got more clicks on your Facebook video. Right. And I'm not da- downplaying yeah. that at all. It's right. saying, again, seek ye first the kingdom Amen. of God. If we put as much time as average Christian, yep. if we put as much time in knowing God's word and spreading it mm. as we do in knowing everything that's going on in Washington, D.C. Thank you. It would, yeah. it, we would have an effect yep. because we would see the mm-hmm. eternal and I'm, and I, hey, we're all like this. My wife and I are joking in the day. Yeah. I'm like, babe, are you on Fox News again? And right. I'm teasing her. Right. But it's, the, it's that, that clickbait yep. that they set up for us to, to yep. continue to reaffirm the narrative we want to hear. Yep. And I'm not, talking about, I'm not talking about hiding away somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about getting this in our yep. hearts more so that yep. we can actually understand what's yep. more important. You mentioned the kingdom of God and mm. the kingdom of heaven, and I think it's important to note. Um, David Havman, I watched a message he did at Pastor Tim Havman's church. Uh, he did a church history conference, mm. and he talked about how a certain group in church history that took up arms right. and went against the government, and then how God dealt with that group of people. Um, I think it's okay that to protect yourself from, it doesn't matter who comes at you, government or not, you, are, you ought to protect yourself. Right. But taking up arms and going against and leading is, is, is a separate issue. Um, and it really stood out to me when he brought that up. But you mentioned the kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God. So hopefully uh, most Christians do understand that the kingdom of heaven is the literal, tangible, earthly kingdom promised to the Jew. Correct. The kingdom of God, the Bible says in Romans 14, 17, the kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, but in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So there is a difference. And there are many that have the mindset of bringing in the kingdom. Yes. This utopian, you know, I mean, uh, uh, you know, this is going to be my president and there's no way he's not going to win. It doesn't matter which side it is, but there's no way he's not going to win. And this is going to be the, and, and it's like they, like, the, like this world. They're trying to help set it up. Set it up. And Christ yeah. didn't come to make life more comfortable and have somebody who's more uh, beneficial to our uh, political predispositions. He kind of, he came to seek and to save that which was lost. Correct. So, Without getting too bogged down on that, I know they're giving me the time over here of how much time we're at 15. Um, I'm going to give you the last question is this. What advice would you give a Christian today when we see our government legislating immorality and calling it progress? Mm. Pray. 
Amen. I think often we come in with our minds instead of at, at going at something in a spiritual way. Mm. Can I think my way through this? Can I call my way through this? Can I message my way through this? Can I post through this? Mm, that's good. Pray. Pray. God already has given us a command to pray for leaders of government. Amen. But secondly, I would say get involved. Yep. Uh, I, I won't spend much time, but I think for a lot of time in Christianity, we told our young people not to get involved in politics because oh. it's so dirty. Why do you think politics is dirty? Because Christians, the light's not in there. Yeah. And as one, one, rep, one senator, told, Senator Langford from Oklahoma, told us, he said, I defy you to find a Bible book, book of the Bible that was not written to or for or about a political leader. Mm. Mm. Written by, written to, to or written about to, yeah. a political leader. Yeah. He says politics and, and, and the church yeah. or politics and religion have been intertwined yep. um, for, for a long time. Yeah, that's good. But as the church, I would tell the church today, we need to get the gospel out like never before. In any means we can, yep. in any method, with any uh, tools that we have, Amen. we need to get it out as yep. quick as possible because it is the power of God and salvation. Yeah, you're not going to change, you know, you might want to find a get, fight against a, a political stance mm -hmm. or an immoral agenda or a legislative that's going to come. And that's fine, and you ought to vote, and you ought to do what you can. But ultimately, you know, a man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. The only real thing that changes in any individual is the gospel of Jesus Christ Amen. that can cause a man to turn from the darkness to the light. Uh, I'll tell you, just last Sunday, um, there was a, a dear lady that walked in our church and she said to me after the service, do you have a Bible? Hmm. I wow. said, yes, we can get that for you. I said, are you saved? She says, I don't think so. Wow. I said, okay. I didn't ask her about her past. I didn't ask her about anything. I said, can I sit down with you and talk with you? And she said, yeah. I opened the Bible, showed her the plan of salvation, told her how she could be saved. Mm. I had her read some of the verses with me, and I said, does this make sense to you? She said, yes. Would you like to trust Christ as your Savior? She said, yes. And what made me think of this was when you talked about darkness and light and, the, and Christians. I normally will pray with somebody and I, I will say, well, if you'd like to pray with me, I'll lead you and you can pray and just I'll lead you in that prayer. I said to her, I said, why don't you pray? Why don't you pray? Amen. And here's what she said. I'll never forget. I wrote it down so I didn't forget it. She says, well, I haven't prayed before. I don't really know how to pray. I said, whatever you say, God's going to be okay with. Wow. She bowed her head sitting in the convention center last Sunday. She bowed her head and she said this. Dear God, I pray that you will save me if that's okay with you. Wow. I've been in the darkness. I need to turn to the light if you'll have me. I'm trusting you. Hmm. That's what people need. Absolutely. Wow. I didn't need to get through all of this stuff that may or may not have went on. They just That's what changes an individual. And I'd encourage you, those folks that are watching, to keep that in mind because we can get bogged down. <laughs> I could have a whole separate issue on just to monitor your media intake. Yeah, that, that'll yeah, help you as well. True. Stay in your Bible, as Pastor Marshall said here. Just stay in the book, and uh, it'll help you more than anything. 
All right, it's been my joy and my privilege to have Pastor Matt Marshall with us. As I mentioned, he's from Treasure Valley Baptist Church. He's just outside of Boise in Meridian, Idaho. He's going to be preaching for us this weekend. Looking forward to that as well. And I uh, want to challenge you folks that if you have a maybe a, a particular subject you'd like us to address in the future, put it in the comment section if you would. Uh, let us know. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe, or maybe share it if you would as we try to get the truth out to as many folks as we can, okay? Thanks again for joining us. I enjoyed it so much. Looking forward to doing it again in the future. Thank you, brother, for the opportunity. God Amen. bless. God bless you. Have a great afternoon.